We begin today the Gemara at the bottom of Daf Beis, Amit Beis, three lines of the bottom of the Amit, where it says Shein Beregal. The Gemara here brought what Rav Papa said, that when it comes to the Ovis Nezikin, there are some that the Toldis are similar to the Av, has the same halacha like the Av, but there is a case where the Toldis is not like the Av. So in order for the Gemara to find what that is, the Gemara goes through all the Ovis and Toldis until it comes to the conclusion which Toldis of the Nezikin is not similar to the Av. So the Gemara continues. So that's for sure, you have each one separately. It's not similar yeah. to by Shabbos. Yeah, I haven't told you, you for whatever damage you do separately. But the question is, the amount that you pay, is it the same like the Av? So the Gemara here says, maybe by Shein V'regel, the Torah is not similar to the Av. Shein V'regel Heichik Sivi. Yeah, in pain, right. Shein V'regel Heichik Sivi. Where do we find in the Torah, Bechlal, that it says that you pay for the damage of the Shein and the Regel, the teeth of the eating, or the animal that walks and tramples, because the Tanya will learn in the Braise. Vishilach, the Torah says, Vishilach. Right, so it says in the Pasik, Yaver Ish Sodei Cherem, Vishilach has Biiroi, Ubir Bizdeyacher. So what does Vishilach mean? Zeh Regel. This is sending means that the animal was sent, the animal is going and it's trampling, and, there, and it breaks things. Where do I see that the term Vishilach refers to the animal trampling with his feet? Because it says, Meshalchei Regel, Hashoi Vachamor. Sends with the feet, Asher and Achamar. So you see in the Lashon of the Pasik, the term Vishilach and Mishalche refers to the regal of the animal. Then the Pasik continues and says, Ubir Bizdeyacher. So what does Ubir mean? Zuashain. That means the animal went and it ate with its mouth, with its teeth, the food. Where do you see that Ubir refers to the teeth? It's a Pasik that says, Kashiyavayra Golol Atumai. The golol eats until it is fully digested. So the golol, Rashi says, one shot, golol refers to the teeth. That golol means it gets revealed. When, the, when, when you eat, sometimes the teeth are revealed, sometimes the teeth are concealed. So golol refers to eating with the teeth. Another shot, Rashi says, golol refers to the, the dung of the animal, that it eats with the teeth and then it gets digested and it turns into golol. But you see that Golol refers to the, the animal eating, and it says Yaver HaGolol. So when it says Ubier, it also means the animal eating with its teeth. That's the Braise. Now the Gemara is going to go through this Braise to explain all the details, the Raias that the, that the Tana of the Braise brings. Oh, Mama. So what did the Tana say in the Braise here? V'shilach zu regal. V'shilach is the Hezek that happens through the feet. And he brings a, 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 a Raya from the Pasuk, M'shalach regal asher v'chamoy. Says the Gemara, time at the cost of Rahman and Mishalchi Regal Hashavachamar. The only reason we know that Vishilach means the animal's damage when it tramples with its feet is because of this Raya, Mishalchi Regal. Hola, Vachi, if not with this Posik, Bemai Maik Muslo. How else would you explain when it says that Vishilach has Biroi, Vishilach, that he sent the animal, the animal went? How else? What else could the Posik be talking about when it says that the animal damaged? Ikeren. If you would say that it means that it damaged with its horns, what ksiv? That it says already separately that we had before in the Gemara, that v'chiyigoyf or v'chiyigach, that's with keren. Ishain, if we'd be referring to the animal eating with its teeth, ksiv, that also says separately, you be it. So the only thing that's really left is anyways regal. So what do we need a raya to say that v'shilach is the hezek with the feet, if that's the only option? And says the Gemara, Itzterich. No, I need a raya that Vishilach refers to a regal. Because Salka Daitachamina, otherwise I would think to say, Maybe when the Torah writes Vishilach, 
And then it says, maybe both of these expressions is the animal damaging with its teeth. So why is it saying it twice? Because once the Torah is saying that you're obligated to pay when the animal damages in such a way that it totally destroys the keren, and whatever it's eating, it completely destroys it, that it does not grow back. It eats up whatever it eats and it doesn't grow back at all. And and then the Torah comes and says that Yechayev, even when it does not destroy it completely, Ubir means that it destroyed it completely. And according to Rashi's Pshat means when you have uh, something that's growing and it grows a little and the animal eats from it, but then it, could, it will grow back. So therefore that's called That's uh, Rashi's Pshat. Taisus' Pshat of is the animal that uh, just rolled over things and made it completely dirty and you're able to uh, clean it off. You're able to, uh, it's, it's not, you didn't, it didn't destroy it. So you, maybe you would think you only Chayev if it destroyed but maybe if it caused the damage and it didn't destroy, maybe you wouldn't be chayev. Kamash Malon. That's why the Tan of the Brais has to say that, no, it's not coming to teach me that you chayev for both of these cases, but it's actually regal. It's a different kind of a hezek. There's a hezek of shame, and then there's a hezek of regal. Okay? So the Gemara says, Navahashta daikimne a regal. So now that you're saying that Mishilach refers to the hezek that the animal does with its feet, so, so this point that we just brought up, that there's a way that the animal eats and it destroys, and it could eat without completely destroying. So how do you talk another Yechai for that? Maybe you shouldn't be Yechai for that if the Torah doesn't say it separately. No, we can learn shame from the way an animal damages when it tramples with its feet. Just like by the regal, there's no difference because only by the shame the Torah uses the term ubir. Ubir sounds like you would only be chayib if you destroy completely. But by regal, by regal I would say that it says v'shilach. V'shilach means chayib in any way that the animal goes and tramples. So just like that's true by regal, so the same thing, afshain, when the animal eats, loishna machal yakarna, doesn't make a difference if it fully destroys, loishna loy machal yakarna, even if it is not fully destroyed, either way, just like regal. So that explains the first part of the b'raiser, when it brings the vishilach and the raya that it brings, that vishilach means regal. What does it say in the next part of the b'raiser? O mamar, ubir, zu Ubiye refers to the animal eating with its teeth. The b'raiser brings a raya, kashi yivayar, hagolol atumai. And over there it means the eating with the teeth. So the Gemara asks the same question. How do we know that Ubiyer means the teeth because we have the Raya from this Pasik? If not for this Raya, and then what would we say this Pasik is talking about? If you would say it's referring to the Kera and the horns, that's a separate. If it would be referring to the animal's feet, Ksiv, that also says separately, v'shilach. So the Gemara is asking the same question like it asked before. When it says, when it says, ubir, isn't it understood that it must be referring to the teeth because there's nothing else it could be talking about? No, so the Gemara here also says, it's, I have to have a raya that ubir refers to the animal eating with its teeth. Because otherwise I would think to say, idi v'idi aregal. Maybe both terms, Vishilach and Ubiyer, is referring to the animal damaging with its feet. Why does it have to say it twice? Because ha the Ozl Memela. When it says Ubiyer, it means that the animal just went on its own. And you weren't careful with it, and you allowed it to go on someone's property. And ha the Shalach Shluchi. And over here, the animal went, you sent it. The person sent the animal to go 
and therefore you mamish directly cause the damage by sending the animal. So maybe that's why the Torah, when it, had, it wasn't enough for the Torah to write v'shilach, it also had to write v'ubir to say that yichayv, even if you just allowed it to go on its own. Kamash malon, that's what a tan of the Bryce has to say, that no, that v'shilach is regel, and ubir is not another kind of regel where it went on its own, but it's actually the hezek of shame when it eats with its teeth. So again, so the same project for two things? No, 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 it's only going on shame. The Gemara is not going to explain. What's for Regal? Regal is a Regal is The same Pasik is saying two different kinds of Ezekim. And then it says, Vishilach is Regal, and Ubir is shame. But now it's it's two it's two different words, two two different azekis. Yeah, because when you start off, what kiyavar means? Kiyavar means that you damaged the other person's property. The Gemara is not talking about that part of the pasuk. But afterwards, when it says vishilach and ubir over there, the pasuk is dividing it into two different kinds of azekis. So now the Gemara clarifies again. So now that these two terms, vishilach and ubir, vishilach is going on regal and ubir is going on shane. So, again, now that we say that Ubiyah goes on Shane, Regel, the Oslo Memela Minolon. So, from where do I know that you are Chayev if your behemoth went on its own and you didn't send it? How do you know that you're Chayev? The Torah by Regel uses the term Vishilach. Vishilach sounds like you sent it. So, maybe you take a potter if it went on its own. Says the Gemara, no, dum yedushen, because I compare the hezek of regel to the hezek of shen. Ma shen lish no shalchal shluchi, just like by shen, it makes no difference if you sent it, and lish no dazel memela, it makes no difference if it went on its own, because by 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 shen it says ubir, ubir means it just ate, not that you sent it. Af regel, same by regel, even though there it says vishilach, lish no shalchal shluchi, doesn't make a difference if you sent uh, the animal, lish no dazel memela, doesn't make a difference if it went on its own. Either way, you're going to be chayiv. Now, the Gemara has another question here. Still, we could say that it would be enough if the Torah would just write the term that your animal went vishilach, and I would know both Shane and Regal from the one term vishilach. It's not necessary to write a second term of beer because the mashma Regal or mashma Shane. This one term vishilach can mean both. It means that the animal tramples with its feet and it means it eats with its teeth. How is this? Pashma regel. The word vishilach means regel, as we already brought before. The chsiv meshalche regel, asher vachamayr. So the vishilach meshalche means regel. But now the Gemara brings a new pasik. Umashma shen. The term vishilach also means shen. The chsiv vishen behemais ashalach bam. I'll send the, the teeth of the animals to go and damage them. The teichache. So over here, you see that the term ashalach to send says by shen. So I, when the Torah writes Vishilach, it includes both Shane and Regal. So why does the Torah have to write separately Ubir going on Shane? Answers the Gemara because you love Kra Yisere. If I wouldn't have the extra pasuk of Ubir Havamina, then I would say Oiha Oiha. It's, it's either one. Maybe it's only going on one of them. Oi Regal has Motzi. I would say maybe it's referring only to Regal. And maybe only regal is chayiv because you have more of a responsibility to be careful for this because an animal damaging with his feet is very, very common. So this is something you have to be very much aware of and be careful of. Or maybe I would say that you chayiv for shame because the yeshanola zekai over here that the animal has a no. So maybe that's something that uh, you have an obligation and a responsibility. So I would say maybe it's one, not the other. I wouldn't know which one it is. So therefore the Torah has to write separately ubir and v'shilach. 
But the Gemara doesn't accept this answer. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. Mehdi, let's see. Shkulene. They're basically equal. There's no way to say that it's one and not the other. So if so, you should learn from just one word, vishilach, you can learn both. The animal damaging with its feet and with its mouth, with its, mouth, with its, with its teeth. Because the Haimenai Mavkis, which one are you going to say, you potter? Each one has a certain uh, character that there's a reason why you should be chayiv. So it should be both. There's no reason to take out one and uh, not the other. So the Gemara says, Itzterich. That no, it's still the Torah has to write separately Ubir and Vishilach for a different reason. Because Salka Daitachamina, going back to what we said before, if the Torah would only write Vishilach, then I would say, that you would be chayiv maybe for both, for Shane and Regal. But only if you sent the animal. I will Oslamimel, but if the animal just went there on its own, loy, I would say you're not chayiv. The Torah writes the term Vishilach. Kamash Malon, so the Torah has to say Ubir and Vishilach. So the real reason the Torah has to write both is to tell you that Yechai Feshen and Regal sigh when it goes on its own and sigh when you sent it. Right? So, okay, so ultimately Ubir is Shein and Vishilach is Regal, but the only reason I have to write Ubir separately is not because I wouldn't know Shein otherwise. It's because otherwise I would think that you only Chai if you sent the animal. Okay, so this is the conclusion of the Braise and the source in the Teireh where you see Shein Regal. Now the question is, what are the tailors of Shein Viregel? And do they have the same aloha as the Av of Shein Viregel? Says the Gemara told the Shein, Mahi. So what is the tailor of Shein? Says the Gemara in his the animal is rubbing itself against the wall because they, they, they want to, it's itching something, whatever. It's doing it for its own ano. La'ana'osa, it's doing it for its ano. It's not doing it with the intention to break the wall, but it's doing it for hano. The whole concept of Shein is the animal eats hano. So when the animal rubs itself against the wall for hano, that's Shein. Or the animal was on, it rolled on fruits and vegetables and it got it all dirty and it was doing it for its own ano. That's, that's all a tailed of shame. The idea that the animal damages because of its own pleasure. So the Gemara says, is this a tailed where the halacha would be different than the av? What's the difference? The, the av of shame, Yechayev, because the hano, the animal had here, Umimaynach, and it's your money, Ushmirosi Alecha, and you have the obligation to guard it. Haninami, the tailed as well, it's the same thing. There's a no for its damage, and it's your money, and therefore you have to guard it, and you have the same, the same payment. There's no difference between the av and the tailed. Ella says, the Gemara, you're right, tailed the shein is kashain. The tailed of shein has the same aloch as shein itself. When Rav Papa said that there is a tailed that's not like the av, a tailed the regal. That goes in the tailed of regal. So the Gemara says, let's see. Tailed of the regal, ma'i. What's the tailed of regal? Regal is a kind of, a, kind of a hezek, with which the animal just tramples, it walks, and it, it's, it's hezekai motzoi, it's wherever it goes, it just tramples on things. So ma'i, what is it? Hezekai begufa derechilucha. Just like the animal could damage with its feet when it tramples. So its body also, when the body of the animal walks and moves around, it could be bumping into things and damaging it. Or besara. With the hairs of the animal, if there's something that got tangled into the hairs of the animal and it, it dragged it and it broke it, that echilucha has its going. Or some kind of uh, something that was on the animal, on the saddle that the animal is carrying on it. Or there's this bit that the animal has in its mouth and with that it bumped into something and damaged. Or with the uh, bell that it has on its neck. So all these things are a tailed of regal because it's just something that it, it causes damage as it walks along in its way and it's a zekai motzi just like the, the regal when it tramples. 
So can the Gemara says, how can you say that over here the Tilde does not have the same aloha as the Av? What's the difference? The Av of Regal, this is a Hezek that just happens commonly when it walks. And you have to guard it. It's the same thing. So the Tilde is the same aloha as the Av. Okay, so the Gemara moves on now to the next Av. So here we see that the tail of regal is the same as regal. When Rav Papa said that there's a tail there that doesn't have the same halacha as the av, I told the bar. This must be referring to the tail of the hezek of bar when you dig a pit in the shusarabim. Says the Gemara, first let's see what the tail is. Tail the bar nihu. What is the tail of bar? So bar, you dig a pit, someone falls inside and he dies there, he gets damaged there. That's the Av, that's what it says in the Torah. And actually in the Torah, when it says the, the Av of Bair, it talks about a case where the Bair is deep, deep enough that the person that falls in will die there. Well, not a person, okay, we'll see, whatever fe- animal that fell in there will, will die. It says in the Pasuk there, Bala Bair Yishalem, Kesef Talking about someone that died, an animal that died in this Bair. So now says the Gemara, what are we going to say? What is the tail of Bair? Elaim, if you're going to say, Av Yud. The Av of Bair, what's written in the title clearly, is a Bair that's ten tochen deep, and that depth is deep enough that if an animal falls in and dies, it's able to die from such a drop, from the pressure from this drop. So therefore, you for the for the death of this animal. And what would be a Tilde? The Tilde is Tess. A Tilde is a Bair that's not so deep. And uh, it's just nine tochen, so you're not going to be responsible for an animal that died there, but an animal that went in there, that fell in there, and he got damaged there. That's what you're going to be high for. Says the Gemara, why would you say that the Av is if it's 10 and the Tilde if it's only 9 Tvachim deep? It doesn't say in the Tilde 9 Tvachim and it doesn't say the, the shear of 10 Tvachim. It doesn't say, it just says you shouldn't dig a pit in the Shus, if, that if you dig a pit in the Shusarab, you're going to be responsible for what happens in it. It doesn't say either one. So the Gemara, Gemara says, no, Holy Kashe. That's not a question because in the Tilde it says, Vahameis Yeloi. So when the Torah speaks about a bird, it's talking about a bird that's deep enough that the animal that falls in will die. So the Kindle the Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon estimated the shear for this, that Yod of Misa, a pit ten tvachim deep, can cause an animal to die in it. Tes, Nizikan of the Misa layavdi. But if it's only nine tvachim, whatever's going to fall inside is not going to die. So it never says in the Torah the amount of ten tvachim, but we could still say that the Av is ten tvachim, because it says in the Torah, Mace. And the Tilde is nine Tvachim because it can't die. The Gemara doesn't accept this either. Sof, Sof, in the end of the day, the point still remains that Zeh Av Lemise and Zeh Av Lemizokin. It says Takin the Tilde Mace because if it dies, so then it, it must be that it, it was deep enough that you caused it that it was able to die. But from that it's self understood, here in the first chat, Ashi says, from that it's self understood that. If it's deep enough that it could die, so then you're high for the death. But if it's if it can't cause any death, so then you'll be high for the for the nesek, for the damage that happened. So even though it doesn't take a say it's mamish beferish in the pasik, but it's it's self understood from what it says in the pasik. So therefore, the gemara is saying that a, a pit that's nine tefachim deep is just as much an av of the nizikin as much as a ten tefachim deep. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay, the second shot of Irash is a similar thing. The point is, as long as you cause a, a damage to this animal and it was deep enough that this bird is able to cause that damage, whether it's a death 
but it's another kind of damage. So then that is the av of but. So this distinction of ten or nine tefachim deep, this is not the av and the tailor. So hello, what is the tailor of boy? Avnoi sakinoi umasoi. Person dropped a rock in the shusarabim or a knife or his package he left there in the middle of the shusarabim where people are traveling. Shenichem shusarabim veiziku and it damaged. So that's not a pit, but it's similar. It's the same thing. You're causing a stumbling block in the shusarabim. That's the tailor. Says the Gemara. Now this tailor has a halacha that's different than the av. Hey, Chidami, what are we talking about over here? What, what, when he left this in the Rishos Rabbim, what did he leave? How did he leave it there? If he left it there, and he just declared it, he left it, he gave up on it, and he just left it there. So then, both according to Rav and Shmuel, we'll see soon the argument of Rav and Shmuel, but they will both agree in this case, this is exactly what Bayer is. What's the Chidosh of Bayer? The Torah says, a person goes ahead and digs a pit in the Rishos Rabbim, you can't come and say, I dug it in the Rishos Rabbim, but it's Hefker. It's not my uh, possession that's damaging. It's just it's there in the Rishos HaRabim. It's Hefka. It's nothing to do with me. Of course it has to do with you. But you digging it, the Torah says, it's like yours. You become responsible for it, even though it's Hefka. The same thing, you, you drop a rock in the Rishos HaRabim, even though it's Hefka, it's exactly like a bird that you're going to be high for that. So it's the same exact halacha like a bird. Now, if you left something in the Rishos HaRabim, you left your knife, you left your package, you won't mafkir it. It's yours. But you left it there. Now it's your possession that was mazik. <coughs> says the Gemara, what is this a tell of? Is it a tell of boy or not? So the, here the Gemara brings the Machlaikis of Rav and Shmuel. If according to Shmuel, he says, We learn everything from boy. Anything you leave in the Rishasarabim, whether it's hefker like a boy that you dig there, or it's not hefker, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing like a boy. A boy is something which is stationary in its place, it's not going anywhere, and you left it there, whether it's you dug the pit there or you left another object there. It's it's a tailda of bar, hainu bar. So it's the same Allah as bar. Vila Rav, and if according to Rav, Rav holds that if it's something that's yours, you weren't mafkir it, then you actually learn it from shayr. Because shayr is your ox, it's your possession, and it's your possession that was mazik. If you leave something in the Rishus Rabbim, even though it's not exactly similar to shayr, it doesn't have a life and it doesn't move around like a shayr, but because it's you still own it, it's compared to shayr. So you learn it from shayr. Bird is definitely something that's hefker. That's, uh, yeah, that is a bird. A bird is something which doesn't belong to you. If you dig a pit in Rishos Arabim, you have no ownership over it. That's the whole chiddush of bird, that you have over it, even though it's hefker. So therefore, Rav holds, if it's something that you have ownership over it, you're not learning it from bird, it's different than bird. You learn it from shayr. Taisus actually adds over here that, well, the Chayr Allah will be the same. Yeah, but, uh, but the question is where you learn it from. Taisus here actually says you can't learn it from Shayr itself because it's different than Shayr. Shayr has a Ruach Chayim, it's an animal that moves. This, let's say, this package you left there in the street, even though it's yours, but it doesn't move around. It's also similar to Bayr. Taisus says that you learn it from Bayr and Shayr together. You have to learn it from both of them. Okay, we'll see. We'll see later. The Gemara is going to talk about this. But the point is, the Gemara over here says, Hainu Shoir, you learn it out from Shoir. And we already said before in the, on Dav Beis that the Tilda of Shoir is the same like Shoir, whether it's Shein Beregel or Keren. Maybe we had before Keren on Dav Beis. It has the same Allah like Shoir itself. So here the Gemara concludes regarding Bayer. Why are you obligated to pay for when you dig a, a pit? Not because you own it, but because you made it. You you were the one that dug this in the middle of Rishus Arabim. You're, you're making something which is causing damage. 
And therefore, it's considered to be like yours, like your money, by the very fact that you made it there, even though it's not yours, but the Torah considers it to be yours. And you have to guard it. So too, if you leave these things in the Rishos you made it there, you left it there for damage, it could damage. And it's, it's, it's like your money, and therefore, you have to pay, you have to guard it. So basically we see here that the Tilda of Bayer is the same as Bayer itself. There's no reason to make any distinction here. It says the Gemara El Tilda the Bayer Kebayer. The Tilda of Bayer Taka has the same Allah as Bayer itself. Now, the Chikomarav, a Papa that is, I told you the Mabe. When a Papa said there's a Tilda that's not the same as the Av, let's see if this is possible to say regarding the next thing that it said in the Mishnah Mabe. So now what is Mabe? Says the Gemara, my new. What is Mabe? So here the Gemara brings the Kitzer, the Machlaikas about Mavet. So Elish Shmuel, we're going to learn later about Ichis, the Gemara is going to explain the Machlaikas of Rav and Shmuel. So what's the Machlaikas? Shmuel says, the Oma Mavet Zushain. The word Mavet means when the animal damages with its teeth. And the Mishnah says this separately, even though it says before Shair, but it says separately the animal damaging with its teeth. So that can be. That we already went through. We already explained that the Toyota of Shain is the same as Shain. So this is not the one that's the toil is different than the av. Rav, if we're gonna go like Rav's opinion, how does Rav understand what's uh, mave? No, Rav said mave ze odom. Mave refers to a person, a human being that's mazik. So now the Gemara here, the Gemara goes through this. What is the av and what is the toil of odom? My obvious or my toil is this What is the av and what is the toil of an odom? Vichitem. If you're gonna say av, the av of when it says in the Torah odom. I believe that's the, 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 the source when it talks about an Adam that's Makke, that he damages someone's property or someone's animal. So what is that Pasuk talking about? Near, a person that's awake and he's doing it consciously. That's the Av. What's the Tilda of Adam? Yosha, a person that damages while he's sleeping. And this is, we'll see, the Gemara will talk about this later. A person that goes to sleep in a place, in a position that he ends up damaging something. That uh, not not when, when if someone else puts let's say a person is sleeping in his bed and someone comes and puts uh, dishes in his bed after he went to sleep you're not going to be high for that but if there was already dishes there before and you went and lie, lie down there and you end up damaging it so you're going to be high even though you damage it while you're sleeping that's the tilde says the gemara but this tilde vatnan a person is always responsible whether he's awake whether he's asleep but we'll see all the details about this in the second pedic. Bainer ben Yashan, awake or asleep. So it's the same alocha. The Tilda has the same alocha as the Av over there. That can't be the Tilda that's different than the Av. Elo, Akichoi Vinioi. There is another thing that could be a Tilda from Adam, which maybe is different than the Av. And what is that? Kichoi Vinioi, meaning that the person wasn't mazik directly with his hands by doing an action. But Kichoi Vinioi, there was fluids that came out of his mouth or from his nose, and those fluids caused damage. Now, says Gemara, what happened here exactly? Hey, Chidomi, how did this happen? If it's as it's mamish flowing directly from his body, that's how it was mazik. So then, this is mamish directly from the kayach of the person himself. So it's the same like if he was mazik with his hands, with his, with his own physical body. So there's no different uh, than, uh, than the autumn hamazik himself. But if you're going to say that this is uh, fluids that came out of his body and then it landed on the ground. And then after it landed, it caused someone to slip or something else happened. So then, what is this? Bein l'rav, bein l'shmul, hainu bayr. 
that's not automatic bakhlal. Then it's bar. You're you're leaving a deposit from yourself on the ground and it's there and it's mazik like a bar. That's that you dig and it's left there to be mazik someone. So the Gemara concludes again regarding this. Elo told the mave kemave. The Tolda of Mave, whether it's Adam or Shame, we said already before, but here we're saying Adam, it's, so then it's, it's the same like, uh, huh? Tolda of Mave is Mave. Maybe when our Papa said that there's a Tolda that's not the same as the Av, maybe that's going on the Mazik of Eish. Says the Gemara, let's see, what's the nature of fire? How is it mazik? What's its tilde? What is the tilde of eish? So the tilde of eish would be just like a fire. What happens? You, you light a fire in one place, and then there's the natural wind, Ruach Mitsuya, that picks up the fire you, you lit in one place, and it, it, it brings it to another place, and you're responsible for that. So similar, a person takes a rock or, or a knife or a package, and he places it on a, on a rooftop, and from there it went flying down. With Beruach Metsuya, and it's, it's your responsibility because this was the ordinary wind that came and blew it down, Vehiziko. So it's same exact thing like fire. Says the Gemara, Heichidomi. So what are we talking about over here? If while it was flying in the air. So it was Mazik, Hainuesh, it's the exact same thing as Esh. What's the Chiddush when the Torah says that you're obligated to pay for damage that happens with fire? You might come and say, the A, I lit the fire, but then there's an outside force of nature that is now t- causing the fire to travel. But still the Torah says, this is considered to be like your money. And again, over here, even though it's not mamish your money, even if you just lit a fire somewhere in the Rosh Rabin, and it went and damaged you, you could say that I don't own this, it's hefker, but Yechai for that. And you have to guard this fire. Haninami. So too, if you have a rock or something that you placed in, a, in an area that the wind could pick it up and it could fly, so that the wind is taking it and it's damaging while it's flying. It's like your money. You have to guard it that it shouldn't damage. So this it's exact. The tilde has the same nature as the ash itself. So there should be no different in its payment. Ella the Gemara concludes, tilde the ash ke'ash. The tilde of fire is the same as fire. So we just went through all the Ovis and Teldas, everything. And uh, we pointed out everything, the halacha of the Telda, because the Telda has the exact same nature as the Av, there's no reason to be mechalik in the payment. So now the Gemara comes back to one of them. When did Rav Papa say that there's a Telda that doesn't have the same halacha as the Av, that's going on the Telda of Regal? But the Gemara asks, So I came that. We said before that the animal damages with different parts of its body, similar to trampling with its feet, and has the same aloha as when it damages with its feet. So the Gemara answers, no, there is another kind of damage that the animal does with its feet, and that is Bechatsi Nezek Tzreides. There's the halacha that when, when the animal is, is not trampling with its feet, but Tzreides. Tzreides means as the animal walks, it kicks up pebbles, and those Tzreides, pebbles, go and damage something. So in such a case, you only pay chatzinezik, you only pay half of the damage. Now the, the hezek of tzreides is not exactly the same as trampling. Trampling is the feet are directly trampling and breaking. Here, the feet are kicking the pebbles and the pebbles are breaking. So it's like a kayak that comes that's more indirect. So over here, you only pay half. The hilches gemidila, this is a halach sinai that you only pay half, you don't pay the full payment. So this is a toil of regel, but still, 
you, it's it's it pays it pays not, not not like regular it only pays half okay so now you might think that this is um if it pays chatsi nezek shouldn't we say that it's a tailed off keren Keren also pays chatzin nezek. So Rashi over here says, no, it's not like Keren. By Keren, the fact that you pay chatzin nezek over there, it's a knas. By Keren, really, you should be totally potter. Just a knas that you pay chatzin nezek. Over here, the Allah Chalamay of Regal is that you pay chatzin nezek. Not that it's a knas, that you pay half. And it's a tilde of Regal. And it, but you don't pay fully like Regal. This is the case that Av Papa was referring to when he said that it's not the same as Regal. The tilde, it's not the same as the Av of Regal. Now, if there's a halach that says that Yechayev, when the animal kicks these pebbles and it pays half, so why are you even calling it a tell of regal? Maybe you should just say that it's a separate halach l'meishu misinai, Yechayev for this, and has nothing to do with any of the avis over here. Says the Gemara and all the Shalim and Aliyah, the fact that you pay from the best of your properties, just like the Torah says by Regal, and that Pasuk where it says, Ubir, Vishilach, Ubir, Bistayachia, the conclusion of that Pasuk is, Meitav Sadeh, Meitav Karmi, Shalom, that you pay from the best, this halacha applies to Tzreiris as well, that you have to pay from the best. So that, that we don't have in Allah Halacha, that we know because it's a Torah of Regal. So that's why it's a told of regel regarding this detail that it pays from the best. But on the other hand, it doesn't pay the same amount. It only pays half. That's why it's not exactly the same. Okay, what well, the Gemara says about this, one second, one second, let's just finish the Indian. So the Gemara asks him this, This, the we just said now, that for Tzreides, you have to pay Minaliyah, like regel itself, the best. But this is something that actually Rav asked on his Iboye, as an Iboye. The boy Rav this halacha that you pay chatzinezek for the animal that kicks pebbles, does he pay it from the body, from the value of the body of the animal itself? And this is similar to the kind of payment that there is by Keren, Rashi brings by Keren, it says, that you pay from the value of this body of the animal itself. Okay, we'll see about this later in the Gemara, all the details about this. So maybe, the Gemara, Rava asked the Shaila, maybe Tzreiris is the same. Or no, you don't pay just from the value of the body of the animal itself, you have to pay from the best of your possessions that you have, similar to Regal. When you, you don't pay from the body, you pay from the best that you have. That was Rav Ziboya. So the Gemara says, Rav Takahadis is an Iboya. But to Rav, Rav Papa, though, it was obvious that for Regal, you pay like the like Regal itself, for the Tzreides that is, you pay like Regal, which is to pay Aliyah from the best of your possessions. That's according to Rav Papa. So the Gemara says, now Rav that in this detail of paying Menaliyah, he had any boy about this. It wasn't clear to him. So am I Karla Tolda de Regal? Why do you consider Tzreides to be a Tolda of Regal? Says so the Gemara, there's another detail that it's compared to Regal, and that is Lepaitra Berishusarabim, that it would be Potter if it damages in Rishusarabim. We'll see later in the Gemara, Shame and Regal are both unique in the fact that you only chive when it goes to beer Bizday Acher. If you go into your friend's property, if it's if it's mazik in the Rishus Rabim, you're not chayiv for that. That's a unique leniency that you have regarding shein v'regel. Tzreides has the same leniency. You only chayiv if it's uh, going to damage in the person's property, not in Rishus Rabim. So basically, what you see over here is Rav Papa is saying that Tzreides is compared to regel even to be machmer to pay minalia, and Rav says we compare it to shein v'regel only to be mekel to say that you do not have to pay when it's in Rishus Rabim. 
Okay, let's finish off one Indian over here, one more Indian over here. The Gemara goes back now to the Mishnah. Here it brings the source of the Machlaikis of Rav and Shmuel. Huh? One second. What was the Gemara's question? Am I telling to tell you to tell the Regal? Yeah. I mean, it was caused by Regal. What do you want? It's what? It was caused by Regal. Yeah, but what it's caused by Regal in a whole different way, the way Regal itself damages. No, that's why it's called a Telfer. No, but uh, you can. It's but it's a Lachlamashim Yisina. Why do you need a Lachlamashim Yisina to say that Sredis is Chayev? Because it's not trampling directly with the regal. It's just kicking pebbles, and then the pebbles go, flew, and damaged the vessel that was there. So because it's only a koyach from the regal, so then uh, maybe it's not, it's not a toyot of regal b'chalal. It's just a separate halach halamashim There has to be some halacha where it's saying the same as regal that tells us that it's, it's a toyot of regal. That's what the Gemara is asking that. Okay, there's a whole, the second pedic. There's a few blood about Sreda, so whatever. A big Gemara there. We'll see all the details. Here, what we just did is, this is very unique how the Gemara did this. The Gemara was trying to figure out which Tilda is not similar to the Av, but basically, this gave us like an overview of the next few Prakim over here, that the Gemara is going to go through all the details of, of the Tildes and the Avis and all everything, but here we just got an overview of all the details of Kitzer. That's what the Gemara did here. Okay, now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah where it said, So we mentioned before, Bikitzer, that Mave, there's a Machlekes, what that means. My Mave. So here's the source of the Machlekes. What is the word Mave? Ravome Mave Zaodam. Mave means a person that damages. Shmuel, Shmuel says, Mave Zashen. Mave refers to the teeth of an animal. Ravome Mave Zaodam. Where do you see that Mave refers to Adam? The Chsiv, the Postic says, Oma Shaime, Osa Boiker, Vigam Loilog. Ebesha says, daytime is here, or nighttime, in Tevayim Boyu, if you're going to uh, do tshuva, that's what it really refers to, if a person comes and do, does tshuva. So, the point is, that you see over here, this Lashon of Boyu refers to an action that a person does. So just like that action of tshuva could be returning, is an action a person does in the positive sense, Mave comes from the word Boyu, and therefore, that refers to also an action that a person does in a negative sense, to damage. Shmuel Lama Shmuel says, Mava refers to the teeth of an animal. How were the, the enemies of Esau found, looked and searched by Esau, and they uncovered what was hidden by him? So we see that what does Nivu mean? Uncovering. Things that uh, are sometimes concealed, and you uncover it. And that's like the shame. The shame that is covered and gets uncovered. Okay, so that's the source that Mava goes in shame. My mashma, the Gemara brings the Targum of this Pasik, the Targum of Yeser, of Yeser, Targum translated this Pasik. Echdin, how is Bilish Esav? Did the enemies of Esav search is Galimat Meroi and they uncovered what uh, was covered by him? Similar, like I mentioned, like Shane, that sometimes is covered and gets uncovered. Now, the Gemara says, Verav, my time, Eloyama Kishmul. Why did Rav not want to touch the word Mava like Shmuel said that it refers to the teeth? Amalach miketoni nive. Doesn't say in the Mishnah the word nive. If the source is like Shmuel said, nivu, that's what it says in the Pasik, nivu. So then if it's Shane, it should have said in the Pasik, in the Mishnah that is nive, not Mave. Or Shmuel, my time, Eloyama Kirav. On the other hand, why does the Shmuel say like Rav? So he could also tell you, it's not, the word in the Mishnah is not good. Amalach will tell you, Does it say in the Mishnah, Boya? Boya, it would be more like the Lashon of the Pasukim Tevayim Boyu. Okay, so therefore, the Lashon of the Mishnah, the Gemara here is going to point this out. The Lashon of the Mishnah is very interesting. Mave, 
it's not, it's not, doesn't sound exactly like Rab, doesn't sound exactly like Shmuel. The Gemara is going to go through now here in the Hemshech, in the shot of the whole Mishnah, why Rab said like he said, why Shmuel said like he said. Just to finish off, there was a, with the story that had printed recently again, that uh, someone once came to Rabbi Yechidis, uh, the Farkash brothers, he went to Rabbi Yechidis, and he was learning Baba Kama as a child, and the Rabbi asked him what he's learning, and the Rabbi asked him questions on the Mishnah, and the Rabbi asked him over here about this, it says in the Mishnah, Maveh, and it's the Machlaikis, whether Mave is Adam or Mave is Shein. So the Rav asked him, so why did the Mishnah say Mave? Why didn't it say clearly Adam or Shein? Why use a Lashem Mave, which is not clear, it could be either one. And here the Gemara itself says that, according to Rav and Shmuel, the Lashem of the Mishnah is not clear. He didn't know what to answer, obviously, a little child. But I think it says in Mepharshim, maybe even in Rishayim still, that the Mishnah Taka wrote, Mave, a Lashem that could mean both, because uh, both, both Pshatim are Taka true. There's mocking for this Pshat and there's mocking for that Pshat. And the Mishnah Taka wrote it, and this Eifin, that it should be Kailal, should include both Pshatim.